Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's a gorgeous uh, summer morning, and it's an opportunity to take, well, for you, take a stand for your liberty. How would you do that today? Well, I'll tell you how. It's not just listening to the show and trying to glean something interesting from it that you can begin a great conversation with somebody who is a persuasive person, a persuadable person, rather, because you're the persuasive person. Is it the uh, Carrie Lake's song is number one in the country? What? Yeah. It's number one in the country on iTunes, folks. It's the one, um, I mean, they got 81 million (laughs) votes for um, my arse featuring Carrie Lake. If you've heard it, it's really quite interesting, to be sure. Um, So, Today, we're going to talk with Senator Dennis Linthicum. Uh, Amanda, just the heads up, uh, Senator Linthicum will be calling in. There's a deal afoot, folks, with the Senate Republicans to come back to the legislature. Oregon Firearms Federation is not happy about it. They say they're being thrown under the bus. Now, we're going to find out about more about all of this, both from Senator Linthicum today. Now, they haven't met yet. So I don't know how much he knows about, quote-unquote, the deal. But Oregon Firearms Federation is already panning it. It's the ghost gun bill. They're saying this isn't a deal. This is a sellout. So tell Senator Canope your rights aren't negotiable. There's a story about that today. Um, It's an OPB story. They spent 10 hours negotiating over the weekend. They got a tentative framework. It's in the Oregonian story about this. Well, they're going to just slightly amend House Bill 2002B. Just slightly. Going to make it a little bit better. Is that a, a good deal? How many rhino senators are going to go south on us? Now, they're already past the point of no return, so why would they? Tonight is the political coffee clatch. I've invited Senator Boquist to come and join us. You want to hear also from Senator Boquist and his perspective on all of this. He's one of those 10 senators. He's an independent now, but they are now subject to the unconstitutional provision, as I call it. Uh, to not be able to run again. Not sure when, but that's what's going on here. So tonight is going to be a pivotal night at the Political Coffee Clatch. We moved it to Tuesday's nights because Diana, the owner of the Honky Tonk, has graciously given us two hours from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. of quiet within 
the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill before karaoke starts at 8. So we have tonight, uh, we have, I believe, Mary and Polk first are going to be joining us to talk about their wins in these these various um, various cases here of school board elections. And maybe even Satya or Chrissy, the two who did win Satya running re-election, Sam Kaiser School District Board, and Chrissy also. And they're going back to in-person meetings, so things are going to get interesting to be sure. We need to buck them up. Anyway, they're going to be there tonight. Also, Senator Boquist to talk about what's in the deal, if anything, what they decide. to, And they haven't decided anything yet today. We'll talk with Senator Linthicum about that. So we need to let our senators know no compromise on the basic principles of what we're doing. So this Thursday is going to be, uh, it, it may or may not be the last war room. We don't know. We are scheduled to have two more this Thursday and another one. Now, I am not going to be able to be there because we're, I'm going to be cutting grass seed tomorrow. Uh, the dry weather has created the circumstance where I absolutely have got to get out and get my crops beginning to be cut. I went up and flew around a little bit yesterday, and the fields are ripening quickly. We have no rain in sight, although there may be some rain showers this weekend. And frankly, the damage is done. The crop is dry. It's going to be early, very early. This time last year, I didn't start cutting till June 27th. Today's the 13th. So I'm not going to be at the war room. Uh, they are encouraging people to go sit outside of the Senate Republican leader's office just with your laptop and make your presence known that you're watching, you're seeing what's going on. There's an email out there that I can forward to you about this, the action alert and that the weakest of the Republicans need your phone calls. That would be Bill Hansel, who's retiring. David Brock Smith, down in Coos Bay. Dick Anderson, out at Lincoln City. Lynn Findlay, over in Ontario. And Suzanne Weber, out on the Oregon coast at Tillamook. So, again, we have the Citizen's Guide. We'll talk about that tonight with Brian Boquist. He's the one who put all of that together. So, folks, this is a pivotal day. You need to be involved, and I do mean you must be involved at letting these Republican senators know how you feel. If they're just going to nibble around the outside edges a little bit of Senate Bill or House Bill 2002B, that's a non-starter. They have to stay out. If, if they're going to throw the gun, our Second Amendment rights under the bus unconstitutionally is... Oregon Firearms Federation has said in their alert, then it's a non-starter. Today, Trump is going to be arraigned down in Florida. Now, there is an analysis of the charging document against Trump. Most of the charges, and if you listen to Steve Bannon's War Room, which comes on right after the show is over, get it on Real America's Voice, I find it on Roku, can listen to it or watch it live on Lindell TV. All of this is available. Thirty-one. It's a 38-count indictment. 31 counts are related to Trump. 
and they relate to the Espionage Act. Why? Because they know they can't get Trump on the Presidential Records Act, which, by the way, now relates to, and Ronnie, hang on, I'll get to you in a second, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220, emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. The uh, Charles Grassley dropped a real bomb yesterday. There's a Federalist article about it. That there are 17 recordings, audio recordings, related to Hunter and Joe Biden and Burisma. You see, the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter has made audio recordings of his conversations with them. This is the head guy who started Burisma, an oligarch. He's corrupt, yes. But he is, and this is what Charles Grassley leaked and put out. Well, I just he re- just revealed it, didn't leak it. Made 17 audio recordings of conversations with the Bidens. He said this on the Senate floor. Then Vice President Joe Biden, the article reads, may have also been involved in prompting Burisma to hire his son for a cushy job on the board of the directors. So, is this that smoking gun? Now, the guy did this as an insurance policy to make sure that he didn't end up dead. You know, by one of those accidental suicides. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Two of the recordings of these 17 involve the founder of Burisma and Joe Biden. Now, if they have them in their possessions, and who knows what they see, but the FBI has known all of this, and so has the turncoat Trump's former attorney general. He has knowledge of it, too. He's known it all along, Bill Barr. Get intimate knowledge of this investigation and that these phone calls and these recordings were there. He's part of the problem. Now, you wonder who, by the way, convinced Trump to hire Bill Barr. I hear it was Mike Pence. Now, I haven't had that corroborated. But anyway, folks, Trump is encouraging supporters to protest outside of the Miami courthouse. Is this just another setup? Will J, is this another J6 thing? Is there going to be more? Will be there FBI infiltrators trying to cause problems? Trump didn't need to do that. Shouldn't have. Anyway, Trump's legal team is preparing to file a motion to dismiss these charges, citing prosecutorial misconduct. There's a lot going on out there, folks. It's all hands on deck this morning. The Oregon Senate Republicans, you need to contact each of them, especially those that are the weak ones. If you have a relationship with one, you need to talk. We'll talk to Senator Dennis Lithicum at the bottom of the hour. Ronnie, let's go. 
First of all, to hear about it late last night that they're going to give in, it's an insult to all our children. I'm encouraging others to watch the sounds of freedom. I was watching Flashpoint the second day at New Albany, Ohio on Rumble, and I'm going to tell you something. Do you know that we're the highest trafficker in the country, in the world? It's a $152 billion business. So here's my ideology. If I can groom enough of these kids, they're trafficking kids through Mexico. There's 60,000 kids missing from last year's when they checked in. Checked their groomers. You know what the sick part about this is, sir? Is that half of those kids or two-thirds of the kids, once they get done with doing their evil deeds, these pedos and everything else, they harvest their organs and sell them and we want, and they cremate them as quick mm. as possible. Wow. And my most important thing is this, to hear Paul Ryan go through on radio this morning, top of the hour, rebuking our president, and he never been supported. The man is on the board of Fox News. He don't give a damn about us Republicans or independents or conservatives. He said he walked with God. He should be rebuked and people should stop watching Fox. That's Amen. my final answer. I've and get to the Capitol. Get to Let the Capitol. Senators know where we stand. That's right. Well said, brother. Back in a moment. It's God bless one. you. You too. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-three minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. It is Political Coffee. It is a Coffee Clatch Night. Political Coffee Clatch Night tonight. We've moved it from Mondays, as you know, to Tuesdays. Tonight, Senator Brian Boquist is going to be joining us. Also, uh, the folks from Marion Polk first. Battle for the soul of this country. Yeah, it has a lot to do with Trump and make, making America great again, MAGA. In America first, it does. But the real battle, the soul of this country, is wrapped up in House Bill 2002 and other pieces of legislation like it that are being rammed down our throats at the state level. In the schools, folks. It's a big deal. That's why this bill has to be radically altered, which the Democrats are not going to do. So the question is, are Senate Republicans going to cave for a little tiny, little nibbling around the edges, or are they going to stand firm? They're going to talk about it this morning. They have a meeting this morning, the deal that Canope cut over the weekend. Remember, it only takes three of them. Three Senate Republicans to go soft. Two of them have not crossed the line so far. Actually, three. David Brock Smith, out of Coos Bay, who's a relatively new senator, was a House member. 
Dick Anderson, also relatively new from Lincoln City. And Fred Gerard, who's been out with excused absences because of a serious health, health issue. Now, I don't know if he's come back in. We'll find out when we talk to Senator Dennis Linthicum in a few minutes, at the bottom of the hour here. Tonight is the political coffee clatch. Again, six o'clock at the Honky Talk Bar and Grill. There is no karaoke until we finish at eight o'clock tonight. Diana has been very nice and this is why we have moved. Now this conflicts with Oregon people's vote, uh, their meeting. So we'll have to kind of get synced up with them. Uh, they, they can't, Anna can't meet with us tonight to give us uh, the heads up on what's going on there. So what do you think about all of this? 503-589-1220. That's the power of Buick GMC talk line. By the way, there is a story um, that the magistrate judge who is going to preside over Trump's arrangement, arraignment rather, in Florida is not his appointee, Eileen Cannon. She is, however, the lead judge on the case, and she will be. So when the trial comes, she's the judge, a Trump appointee. Now, the left went crazy when she was randomly assigned to this. So what is happening? Another judge is actually going to preside over the arraignment today and uh, arguments about bond matters, blah, blah, blah. This is a judge, Jonathan Goodman. He was appointed in 2010. But Eileen Cannon, a Trump appointee, is still assigned to the case. She's going to be the lead judge. So at least that means that someone that Trump appointed that he thought would be a constitutionalist is going to be presiding over this. That's good for Trump. I still don't think there's any way in the world that um, Trump is going to be convicted down in Florida. In New York, yes. In Washington, D.C., yes. Anyway, let's go to the phones, 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buick GMC talk line. I want to thank, by the way, Power Honda down in Albany for being one of our show sponsors. Check out their website, mypowerhonda.com. If you're looking for a new Honda or even a great pre-owned certified car, truck, Go to MyPowerHonda.com. They've got over a 1,000 vehicles there, folks. MyPowerHonda.com. Let's go to Michael. Michael, good morning. Woohoo! Hey, hey. Hey, guys. You got, you got that stuff in your coffee this morning? Oh, yeah. Since oh, about okay. 1.30 this morning. <laughs> huh. What do you think of all this stuff? Oh, it's, it's a calliopeus. It is definitely and you know what? I got an echo coming off of you. So evidently, you're doing what I'm not supposed to do. But um, the thing is, who cares what they think? They're they're screwed up. This you can't get to whatever be through the stupidness because you know what? It's effed up. 
it takes out the people's the, the I don't care whatever it takes out the parents thing it makes That's the right. state prodigy right. of the children and that's not that's wrong it is wrong and the next question Michael is can you trust any deal with the Democrats that's the question it's not the Democrats can't trust anything in the state especially Tina Kotek thanks Michael appreciate it caller not going to have time to get to you Senator Dennis Linthicum call back caller after we're finished with our interview with Senator Linthicum what kind of a deal might they be voting on the Republicans about coming back into the session are they going to cave or are they going to stand firm might be up to you back in a moment at 6 30. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes before the top of the hour. In a moment, we're going to chat with uh, Senator Dennis Linthicum in our weekly chat with him. Got to remind you, uh, even though it's going to be cool for a couple of days, the hot weather is coming. So call Freedom Heating and Air if you have an air conditioning system that just is not working right. Don't live in misery. Get the benefits of a company that's been here for over 50 years in the Mid Valley, especially by doing what they do best. They do a lot of things best, but their emergency services is it. If your heating and cooling system has just given out on you, call them. They'll get out to your place right away, your home or your business, and they'll get it fixed. 503 580 1456 5801456 Senator Dennis Linthicum joins us for our weekly chat Senator welcome good to uh, are you better now Yeah yeah last week um, we didn't have the ability to get the better better together and I was on several uh radio shows where I was coughing and hacking and carrying on with the summer cold. Um, so it's good to be in good health and to see what the uh, day will provide. So, uh, by the way, tonight is a political coffee clatch. Um, it's our radio show. Just listeners who show up and we talk politics. We usually have a guest speaker tonight. We've got a couple of them. would invite you to come and join us. Uh, Senator Boquist is going to be there. If you and uh, your lovely wife um, are available. Come and join us uh, at 6 p.m. Uh, at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, which is out by uh, the Salem Airport. I uh, would love to have you just stop in, say hi to people. I'm sure that they would love to uh, chat with you. So today um, was, is the big day where I guess you guys in the Republican caucus and independents are going to get together and talk about whatever deal was cut uh, over the weekend, what what are you thinking is going to happen here? Well, yeah, no no deal has been cut. Uh, there are several negotiating points that are under discussion, and um, the I in my personal opinion, the Democrats have not moved away from their love affair with uh, HB two thousand and two, and and it's a it's a it's a quite 
In my opinion, this is a nefarious, you know, bill because what it does is it, our, our families, your listeners all know this, our families have been historically been the primary source for instilling human value, dignity, virtue, all of those grand sounding words, all of that construction of who children are and how they think of the world and how they play with the kids in the neighborhood that all comes through family life that comes through communities yeah. and it comes through generational flourishing and the Democrats uh, qu appear quite frankly to be keen on the state running that operation. They keen, uh, they're keen on accusing moms and dads of being, you know, individuals who are incapable of raising their children and to need, um, you know, need, we need legal help and due process to make sure that you're a good parent. Otherwise we'll take your children away from you. Who, who in their right mind ever heard of the state taking children away? But essentially this is what we see happening in, in California. They've got a bill, you know, framework bill right. that says the right. state can revoke a parent's custody of their children. If the child wants to affirm their gender ideology. And so we've got this explosion of legal overreach, much in the same way the medical tyranny that came from the COVID era has, uh, is running full steam. You know, it's still not out of gas yet. How in the world anybody still listens to those uh, individuals who have defrauded the U.S. of billions of dollars? I don't, I don't know, but it's the power of politics. It's the power that I hope we uh, we win the battle fighting for uh, Oregon families. So herein lies the danger that I see presented in the acceptance of whatever deal might have been arranged over the weekend uh, to end the your, the Republican walkout, and it is, it is this is if they water it down but leave in language that allows what you just described to happen eventually in that in instances of quote unquote abuse, well, who's going to define abuse? Okay. Are there other Oregon statutes that would be used down the road that either exist today or would be passed by the Democrats that would allow the expansion of the definition of abuse to include these things like gender affirming strategies, a parent standing in the way. So this, I mean, to me, this is, this, this Dennis is a, a loophole big enough to fly a 747 through and I don't think it's good. Yeah, uh, and I, I agree. In fact, everybody, as we went around discussing, we haven't had this morning's meeting yet, um, and so I, I don't have anything, you know, up to the minute to report. But yesterday, um, universally, Republicans were not satisfied with the deal as presented. There were a couple of, you know, positive voices, if you will, but but there was strong opposition all the way around. And so the OPB article, <clears throat> the news that we're seeing, the OPB article and whatnot, this is the Democrats leaking to their machine. 
in their political propaganda right. machine, the mainstream media at all. They're the ones pushing that a deal's been made, a deal's been made, and what they're trying to do is frame it. So when we finally say, Pa, this doesn't work, they're going to say Republicans were, um, you know, violated their, uh, you know, deal, quote, to negotiate for the good of Oregonians. We care about Oregonian children, and they can't point to but a handful of kids who have seriously undergone all of this. And remember, conversion therapy is against the law in Oregon. You cannot teach a child um, about proper gender understanding. As soon as they present gendered confusion, you have to lead them down the trail of confusion to affirmation. So it's against the law to say, uh, hang tight, son, you'll grow out of this. Or, see, you're, you're a little boy. You're not as strong as daddy, but you will be someday or whatever, whatever that parental line may be. And this is all first world stuff. This is from TikTok and uh, Instagram and mainstream media. And we are driving children by the thousands into this medical industrial complex that is making billions off of taxpayers, both through OHA and uh, healthcare plans. All of these healthcare plans are being forced to provide this this, um, surgery or this, you know, hormone treatment or puberty blockers or whatever. Somebody's gonna pay for this Who's going to pay for it? That's a real question that nobody seems to be able to deal with because we care so much about these children who have been lost in this toxic masculinity or femininity. And it's like, well, why don't we just get rid of all this language, the BS around the language that is so toxic to the American family? Let the American family prosper. Get your hands out of their pockets. So, well, fair enough, um, and I, and that's that's the right approach. In, in you know, as a conservative and a person to believe in in parental rights, so um, there is. You guys are going to talk about this at what point in time today, in, this morning? Uh, it, it it's at I believe it's at nine thirty this morning. Uh, okay. I haven't seen the the phone call in information, but it's nine thirty this morning. Okay. So, first of all, we're going to be praying for wisdom, number one. And number two is that people are going to be phone calling and emailing. There are, um, there's an email circulating, uh, which I have, uh, that there are certain Republican senators who are considered to be weak uh, to these arguments and that they are going to get a large large amount of attention uh, today. So at least this morning prior to accepting any kind of a deal. So question, has Fred Gerard come back into the building yet, by the way? Uh, no, we've, we've, um, he, he's been out. Uh, he's been, uh, for example, he, he he has been attending committee meetings. He's, uh, he's our key budget guy, but he, he missed yesterday's ways and means meeting specifically 
to avoid being in the building and potentially getting netted and captured and brought to the floor right. during right. a call. So um, it, it, I, I, I said yesterday, I'm, I'm at last week's meeting. We're, here we are in the middle of the weekend. But um, but anyway, uh, we, we have Fred, Fred and David Brock Smith and um, uh, Dick Anderson, uh, those three senators are the three senators who haven't hit the mark. The rest of us are all actually right, on the line. Right. Senator, come and join us tonight if you and Diana, uh, Diane can uh, at six o'clock at the uh, political coffee clutch at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill here on Gilcrest, uh, Gilcrest right out by the Salem Airport. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll look forward to chatting with you next week. Indeed, we'll be back and we'll still be fighting and standing strong. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes to the top of the hour. Sorry about that. I think I misquoted the time. It was 6.48 when we went to break. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talk Line. Last segment for today. Tonight is Political Coffee Clatch at the Honky Talk. Come and join us. 6 p.m. Come and have dinner. Come and hear from Senator Boquist and maybe Senator Thatcher. She's been invited also. And maybe Senator Linthicum. Um, Doug writes an email. By the way, if you want to send an email, it's jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news. Regarding the Tuesday program, he writes, it's, it is no mistake our Marxist government schools don't teach the law. As for adults, for their own ignorance and often confusing word art used in writing laws, most people seek out an attorney for representation in court litigations. Fundamental principle of fairness is that the rules of procedure apply to all parties, including pro se, which is representing yourself litigants. Many of our legislators who write and pass these unconstitutional bills are lawyers, and they know it's never wise to take an opposing party lightly, simply because they inexperienced with civil procedure. It's time for us to get familiar with pro se defense and stop the state-sponsored legal overreach Dennis Linthicum spoke about. Well said, let's go to the phones. Uh, caller, good morning. Who are you and what's on your mind? Hello. Hello. This is Glenn. Who are you? Oh, Glenn. This is Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Yeah, I haven't been on for a while. Uh, I'm busy here in Arizona. Uh, I'm glad they're standing strong. I've been listening. The unusual Archbishop, Viglio, uh, is a true patriot. He may be the uh, Martin Luther of the 21st century, talking about the corruption of Ukraine, going back to the 2014 and 15 for regime change in Russia using Ukraine as the stepping board to the Russian republics. He has an interesting, very fascinating article, which really is saying, like he says in the New World Order, Vladimir Putin is right, pointing out in recent speech the hatred for Christian civilization to create a society of slaves, Davos, Davos elites. And he says, they want to erase the past, erase the future without faith, without ideas, without culture, without art. All of these things disappear. 
the family, everything to disappear. And the whole purpose of that and training the children to become wards of the state was to use Ukraine as the stepping stone for regime, regime change of the Eastern Orthodox Church versus the Western Church that is crumbling. And the Eastern Church, which was a part of Constantinople, the Barbanian, the Barbanianism uh, invasion held back, but then lost Constantinople. Russia stepped up to support what was left of the Eastern Church. And that's where Putin is right now. He's the last to stand for, for what was left of Western civilization in the Eastern region of the world. This guy is brilliant. And Putin knows, Putin knows what happened in Ukraine. I'm sure he was communicating with people in the, uh, our, pre our past president's administration about information, what was going on with Burisma, the takeover of Ukraine, and using it as a launching point to destroy the Russian republics. This is Eastern Church and Western State Church. This is a battle just like it was in Constantinople and in Rome. And he was, he's absolutely right. And the children are the pawns on the board. There's no doubt that they have to stand in Oregon and let, not let these children become pawns on the board. And in Canada, in Canada now, they're standing and saying no more rainbow flags in our schools that are mandated in June for Pride Month in Canada. Now thousands and thousands of people are keeping their kids out of schools in Canada. They woke up. They know what this is about. And it's about time. Canada is uh, is not like America in many ways, yet America is becoming like Canada, which is a socialist nation. Thank you, um, Glenn. I appreciate your perspective. Not sure how much I agree with it in regards to Putin. Yes, he's brilliant. He's also devious and he's a murderer. And he has no problem in invading a country, which doesn't matter what Ukraine has been doing. And he, you're probably right about that because the CIA has been involved with this a long time. And they're as dirty as dirty can be when it comes to the deep state. It still doesn't allow anyone to give justification for coming in and invading another country and murdering hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians. That's the problem I have with Putin. At any rate, folks, um, thanks. I appreciate it. Folks, I uh, got a text message from Fred. said, schools don't teach cursive writing. How will the students ever read the U.S. Constitution? Well, it, yeah, uh, because the Constitution is written in cursive. First of all, students have to be able to read, period. That's not being taught very well. Now, folks, a couple of things need to happen there. By the way, there's another story. And let me give you the byline. The thrill is gone. Quote from a story in Willamette Week. Here's the quote. The thrill is gone. Next year, we'll definitely be looking to hold an event outside of Portland. This is the Oregon Trucking Association. These folks I have known from the very beginning of my first run for the legislature in 1998. 
they held a competition, a drive truck, Oregon Truck Driving Championships. They'd been gone for three years from Portland, due for COVID and last year in Eugene. While they were doing this with just 70 truck drivers and their families in a big barbecue, somebody comes by and does a drive-by shooting. They call 911. Uh, Portland Public, well, Portland Police Bureau can't send anybody. They don't have anybody available. Sorry, you guys are being shot at, can't help you. Folks, that's what's going on. They're going somewhere else with good reason. That's the result of bad management. Gary, let's go to Gary quickly. Go Beavs. Hey, go Ducks. Hey, I wasn't sure whether there was a deal or wasn't a deal when he was all said and done. Uh, are they going back or are they not going back? Well, they don't know yet because they haven't voted on it this morning. They have not been presented with the deal, quote unquote, formally where they'll vote at it at 930 this morning. That's so we don't know yet. So everybody's got to get on their phones. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. you got to call them this morning. There's just—I mean—they got to stand. They got to stand up to this. Otherwise, it's going to get rammed down our throats, and uh, we'll be uh, aborting eight-year-old girls and all the other stuff that goes with it. Well, I, absolutely, and, and this is the part about this that I talked with Senator Linthicum is that even if they make some minor language changes, it's all the other bills and all the other laws already in place that can be used to expand this and nullify parental rights that already exist. That's the problem with this, and I hope That's that problem. Go Ducks. they make the right decision. Go be tonight's political coffee clash, 6 p.m. at the Hunky Tonk Bar and Grill. I want to thank Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, for being one of our sponsors. Go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com. Somebody.